For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted, Senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I am so excited about our show today. I have a dear friend, a new person that God has just put in my life named Colleen Long. And Colleen, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, it's an honor, and I, I can't thank you enough for allowing me to be on here with you. Well, listen, I, I'm just so excited. You know, we both love Bethesda Health Clinic, and so I'm just going to put a little plug in there. If you're wondering about the antidote to the health care crisis in our our nation, Colleen and I know the secret. It's this beautiful little clinic here, and it's how we found each other. But, Colleen, before I go into your story today, I'm going to give just a really quick resume of your credentials because I want people to know your story but I also want them to understand your life is really a big life. So Colleen has a superpower and it's financial <laughs> financial consulting. When she puts on her red cape in the morning, that's what it says on the back. FC for financial consultant. But when she takes off her red cape and we see her Clark Kent identity, I want you to hear some things about her that are just her personal who she is. For instance, she has a biblical study. This really shocked me, Colleen. I had no idea this was your background. Her background was from Belhaven University. She has a biblical studies and combined with a sports ministry degree. So I love that major. And then she also has an MBA from there. And, and I think that's so special. She is a wife and a mother and a community leader and a thought leader, and she's really out there. Even and you guys that listen to me on the all the time, you know how much I love new ideas. And Colleen has just stretched my imagination, and I can't wait for her to tell us more about what a mindfulness tri uh, triathlon is. But if you if you found our show today because you saw those words anxiety and depression, I want you to know you've come to the right place. And Colleen is going to inspire and bless you in the most loving way, just like she keeps doing in my life. So Colleen, start start wherever you want to start. I just want people to hear your beautiful story. Well, I really, really appreciate that. And um, yeah, I, it's, uh, I do kind of have an eclectic background. You don't see a lot of uh, biblical studies degrees with an MBA. 
but <laughs> I'm very <laughs> grateful for the um, kind of just the variety I have on my plate. It's um, it's been a really neat journey, and uh, to to touch on anxiety and depression and how this all kind of came about, um, I I think everybody struggles or experiences, I should say, anxiety, depression at some point, yes, and at different degrees. Especially and women. For me, oh yes, yes. And um, for me, when it really started to, it started to come to play when I was in grad school, and that was actually the first time I'd gotten an antidepressant. And for me, it it did not have a positive impact in my life. That was my experience. So I did what I could to get off of them and find uh, more natural ways to handle my anxiety and depression. So um, exercise is one of them. And um, and then later on, uh, a few years, not that long ago, um, I have I have two sons that between, uh, after my first son, I had uh, a miscarriage. Mm. And after mm. I had that miscarriage, it was my first one. I never had one before, and it was, it was devastating. And, yes. Um, I wasn't really sure how to process it. And so I found myself, or really I should say, um, yoga and meditation really, and mindfulness really found me. And it was a very beautiful way for me to handle my grief and depression. Mm. And um, I'm grateful for that. And it was able to allow me to not feel a stigma with my miscarriage. Because I think not only is there a stigma with uh, anxiety and depression. I think there's a stigma with miscarriage. Can I, um, can I just throw mm-hmm. something in? This comforted me when my, my dad was an OBGYN and I'll never forget. Oh. He told me, he told me one time if women only knew, he said in his practice, it was common. If a woman had more than one, if she had multiple children, there were, it was just a really high percentage of women who'd also had a miscarriage in the mix. So I just throwing that out for my listeners, my listening friends who maybe have found us because of that. I want them to know your experience is common and you are not alone in that. And Colleen, I'm just so grateful that you're willing to share as you are. I always look for people on this show who I consider to be heroic. They've lived through difficult situations as we all do. But they've come out on the other side with so much, such a deep faith that they're willing, they feel they can talk about it freely. And that was one of the first things I noticed about you and loved about you. So I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to be sure anyone listening knows they're not alone. Yeah, you're right. No, I, I appreciate your encouraging words. It's, it's, uh, it can feel very lonely. It's, it's, it's a, it's a private thing because it's, it's a miscarriage, you know. As a mother, it's very different. In uh, every every mm. death, I should say, is is unique. And I think with the with having a miscarriage, it it has so much to do with your own body. Mm. So I think there's a there is a temptation to think, "What did I do? Is it my uh, fault?" Mm. You know, and to kind of turn inward. And so, yoga and Meditation and mindfulness were very huge in allowing me to have space to grieve and to be with my grief and mm. to not have judgment on myself. I the love process. that. I love that. Self-compassion. Yes, 
I learned a lot of self-compassion, a lot of grace for myself. And, and because in going back big picture with having the exercise with the running and the yoga and the meditation, all three of those practices have had such a positive and transformational impact on my life. That is why I created this event because I want people to know there are so many different ways we can experience healing and empowerment. Um, yeah, I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to interrupt. I want to oh, interrupt you just a minute and make sure my listening friends know we're going to do two episodes and the other one is going to be all about this event called a mindfulness triathlon. We've never had one in East Texas that I know of. So Colleen is bringing that to our community and we're going to do a whole podcast on that. So if you're interested, please go find our other podcast. I think I'm going to call that one mental health. Walking, yoga, meditation, and the new mindfulness triathlon. So that's coming up in East Texas. But, you know, this podcast goes on. People download it a year or two years from now. So for this episode, she's telling us her story and why the mindfulness triathlon caught her imagination. So I, I, I just love what you have to say about this, Colleen. Thank you. Oh, well. Thanks again. I'm excited to be able to share and help people explore other natural forms of treatment. And again, for myself, you know, I didn't think running or yoga and meditation would would offer that, that space, that um, ability to practice self-care and self-compassion. But being able to um, have those practices, and even if it's five minutes a day, it doesn't even have to be, or it could be once a week. I mean, it does not have to be, you know, seven days a week, um, hours upon hours. It could literally be five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And that adds up over time. And, and being patient with the process and believing in that process of healing, no matter what it looks like for you, it really does make a difference. There is hope. Change is available. And to just have faith in it and know that you're worth it. And I think that's been the biggest thing for me is that when I take that time for self-care, I'm telling myself I'm worth it. You know, if I have to wake up at 5.30 or or if it's before bed or whenever it is for you during the day, if that's you telling yourself, I'm showing up for myself and I'm worth it. And this is, there is, a light ahead of me. There's the, the greater days are ahead of me, and I believe in that. If you have hope, it will carry you. And those I, three things are just a way that, to help cultivate that. You know what? We're going to go to a break. I, I hate it that these segments are so short. I want to hear more of your story when we come back. So right now we're talking about self-care and self-compassion. And, Colleen, not only are you a beautiful example of that in your own life, which I remember old ladies used to tell me all the time, take care of yourself. And I think as a young woman, I would think, what are they talking about? I don't even can't even imagine. (laughs) I love it when I hear young women who've already figured that out. I I love that. But also, uh, not only are we talking about that and you're such a great example of it, but you're also a great example of offering hope to other people calling through this event you're planning and just in the way you live. So, When we come back, we're going to talk about that some more. Is there a website people can get more information about this mindfulness triathlon that's coming up? Or should they look on my kathycraffy.com? 
Definitely KathyCrafty.com. And we have social media. We have a Facebook page and oh, Instagram. Perfect. And okay. the uh, name is Mindfulness Try. Okay, Mindfulness Try on Facebook and Instagram if you're looking for it. I want you to do that. We're going to be right back with some more of Colleen's story. Stay tuned for Truth with a Texas Twang right here. Don't forget to check out our website at Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F-V-E dot com. We're just so glad you're with us today, and we're excited to share this beautiful story. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful, with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of dynamic women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at dynamicwomentalkradio.com. Celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles. Entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. 
Hey, this is Kathy Craffey, and I'm so glad you're with us listening in as we talk to my dear friend, Colleen Long. I feel like the Lord has just blessed me with this beautiful new friendship and such a such a victorious and young, youthful, vibrant heart that you have, Colleen. So much life and beauty come out of your your person. So we've been talking about self-care and self-compassion. I just want to pick your brain. How is self-compassion the opposite of self-condemnation when we're thinking about things like, like I know it hits me this way. Oh, I feel I feel so depressed today. I just don't think I can get out of bed. And then I think, oh my gosh, I shouldn't feel so depressed. I have all these things to be grateful for. So tell me, talk to me a little bit about that because I know you're an expert on beating the heck out of those kind of what we call negative emotions. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of like a muscle that you got to work out. It takes practice because <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes we we don't know what we don't know, and it's hard when we don't realize the the script of uh, ah. that story that we keep playing over and over in our head until we realize when we really stop to listen. And I think that's where meditation, specifically mindfulness, can can be a wonderful tool because it helps you kind of have that third-person point of view of your own thoughts. And when it really forces you to stop and say, wow, that was really hateful. You know, if I I spoke to a friend the way that I spoke to myself, you know, would that person still be friends with me? And sometimes we don't realize how powerful our words are. And, um, you know, our words can create life or death. You know what, I I like what Brene Brown calls those negative thoughts. Like, sometimes I don't even think they're my own thoughts. And she calls them the gremlins, the gremlins. The gremlins. (laughs) I I think it's kind of like a spiritual attack, but I liked her word gremlins because even if you're not a Christian, you know, know, people who know me know I love to talk about Jesus. But but I, I try to be aware that not everybody has the same viewpoint that I have. And so even if you're not a Christian and Jesus is not a personal savior for you, that idea of having gremlins, you know, attacking you with negative thoughts. I kind of like that. I appreciate Brene Brown making that something that everybody can understand. Um, but that's what you're talking about. Those negative thoughts that seem to just attack us. Yeah, they do. And a lot of times fear, guilt, and shame, uh, like you said, they attack us and they come at us mm-hmm. and, um, but the great thing is, is that we can call upon hope. Mm. And so fear, guilt, and shame is, is there, but it's, it's not our identity. I love and I that. And that's a really big thing to make a distinction. And being able, mm. when you have self-compassion, you realize that there's parts of you, you, you just can't fix. Right. And we have to find a way to accept that and have self-acceptance because God loves us where we are. I love that. I love the way my weaknesses, I like the way my weaknesses make me a better friend to people who can bless me with their strengths. It makes me appreciate them so much. Absolutely. And you realize that there are, you can't, it gives you comfort knowing that you can move forward without having to fix yourself. There's no fixing. There's acceptance. And then there's, when you have that acceptance, you're able to move forward. There's so many times in life we think, 
well, if I could just fix this, or if I can get beyond that, or if this would just change, and that's not living. That's not living. You know, God wants us to live right now where we are. Listen, I am writing that down. This is what I heard you say, but I will listen to this again and make sure I got it right. You can move forward without having to fix yourself. I mean, if I was still trying to fix myself, I would not have made any progress at all because there's just too much to fix. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. I always say I can't have perfect friends. They make me feel very insecure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a way to live. and no. It's not how we're meant to live. And yeah. we're not, again, just like how I love how Brene Brown makes those distinctions. You know, we are not our fear, guilt, and shame. That's not who we are. I think of those as a dashboard God gave us. Kind of like when you get a red light on your car and you need to fix a flat tire. You don't mm-hmm. think of the you don't think of that red light as your car. It's just a signal. It's just it's just telling you how to take care of your car. That's all. So to That's me right. f- fear, guilt and shame or those are just signals that as and as an older woman now I know I need to slow down and I love the idea of meditation that you've brought into this conversation. Let's go, let's talk a little bit about how do you slow down and how do we recover this beautiful tradition that Christians have practiced for centuries and for some reason as modern Christian women, we forget to meditate. Talk to me about that. Yeah, um, meditation is really powerful. And like you said, it's it's nothing new. I mean, the church has practiced it for hundreds of years and, and even Eastern uh, religions. I mean, it's it's a well-known practice in, in general, and I think one of the most beautiful and impactful p- parts of meditation is the breath, and mm-hmm. how using the breath as a way to calm yourself down, to slow down your thoughts, and to be more receptive. So, so one thing I learned. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Tell me in your life how that looks in your story so people will get a feel for how how really well-rounded you are in your understanding of all this. Yeah, yeah. So when I had my miscarriage, something that came to my mind that I never really thought about before was all the different areas I would need healing in, mm. not just physical, but mental, emotional, and spiritual. And I realized that I needed healing on all those levels. And sometimes we want to just heal the physical and just stuff the others. Uh, or we focus on another one, you know, and then neglect the others. We are, our mind, body, and soul are so interconnected. Um, we it weakens us when we don't approach, when we don't look at the whole scope of it. And um, we're not allowing the healing process to be full. Um, mm. I think we can fully experience healing when we have it in all those areas. So I mentioned that because what meditation and mindfulness have done is helped me to experience God's healing in all those ways, through my senses, through my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, through you know, spiritually and all levels, and like I said earlier, using the breath. So the mm-hmm. breath is a way you can you can use your body as a way to calm yourself down, be more peaceful. And because of the breath and focusing on that and being self-aware, that helps you to recognize your thoughts. I gotta tell you. To, 
Just as um, you're talking, you know, I'm, I find myself being more careful and conscious of my breathing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking deeper breaths and filling up my lungs. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing how your breath can do that for you. It can it can again help slow your thoughts, and then when your thoughts are slow, you really start to recognize it. You have that self awareness of wow, that thought I just had that went by. I really I wanted to latch onto that right then as soon as it came by and say that's me or I let it let that thought define me and this is a this is where the distinction can come in this is where that third person view where you can separate yourself and disassociate and recognize the thought is there not have judgment on yourself or the thought and and have a healthy perspective on it and that's where you can start tackling and taking take thoughts under captivity mm. um like yes. like how the bible says and this is where that renewal of the mind happens i love that you know i had an interview with sasha vakaya recently dr v and she's saved lives all over this region with her oncology and breast cancer treatments that she does and she told me she has a watch and it says now n-o-w because that's the only moment isn't that great and so her point was to have joy in the moment in the now and i i love the idea that you could take your thoughts captive thank you for sharing that i'm definitely going to be listening for that when i re-listen to this episode uh i want to try to capture that in a way on paper i love the idea Because I think there are people that don't understand that we are actually commanded in Scripture to take our thoughts, every thought, captive. Mm -hmm. I I love it that you brought that up, Colleen. Thank you for that. I want to ask. And it's it's good. uh Oh, sorry. I was just going to ask. It's even good and quote unquote bad thoughts. All of them need to be submitted. So I love that. And and we're I'm sad. We're going to close this out at, at just two minutes we have left. Do you want to summarize anything before we, we finish this episode about your story? I want maybe focus a little bit on the victory you have now, and, and you only have about a minute to share that. Yeah, um, I'm just grateful that because I've, I've learned to trust the process and I've learned to trust myself that um, there's a hope now that I can give because you can only love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. And you've got to learn how to love yourself. You have to. There's just no other way. We need each other. And sometimes it takes other people to help us get there. Sometimes it take us, takes us to being okay by ourselves to get there. Oh, so I there's love- no perfect way to do it, but it's available. I think, you know, what I love about these shows is it gives me a chance to tell listening friends there is hope. And this wonderful, victorious person like my friend Colleen Long has demonstrated in her life that you can go from those, those te- you know, those terrible, traumatizing moments that we have all shared as women. We all have those things in our hearts that we ponder. And you can take those and create a victorious life where you can serve others. Colleen, thanks for being on the show. We have 30 seconds. I have to close. But I want you to know just how dear you are. And I'm looking so forward to inviting you back to tell me all about this mindfulness triathlon. I think my viewers are going to love what you're doing. And they're going to want to do it in other places, too, and participate in your project. So you can find more about Colleen Long at kathycraffy.com. And you can also look for their Mindfulness Try on Facebook. 
Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, fiddle. Johnny and Keith.